Welcome to 40 Years of Hip Hop, where we review a thousand songs in the span of 40 years from 1979 to 2019. Before we get into this review, this month we are giving away a 40 Years of Hip Hop t-shirt manufactured by Champion. All you have to do is subscribe to our YouTube channel to have a chance to win. Also check out our t-shirt store. We have a few original tees and more coming out on the way. You like cool artwork? Check out 40 Years of Hip Hop displayed metallic posters. We have released the first five and the collection is growing. Go check it out at display.com slash 40 years of hip hop. And party people, you like the channel? Show your support by buying us a coffee at our Patreon, buyusacoffee.com slash 40 years of hip hop. That would be much appreciated. You can also follow us on our Facebook page, 40 Years of Hip Hop, on our Facebook discussion group where we share a lot of music, at, and you have to search for 40YOHH, that's the acronym for 40 Years of Hip Hop. And you can always follow us on our Twitter page at 40 Years of Hip Hop. Also check out our IG at 40 Years of Hip Hop. You can also check my own IG, my own IG, I mean, at the G-Man 40 Years of Hip Hop. It's spelled T-H-E-G-M-A-N 40YOHH. Last but not least, go check out our Spotify playlist page for the Years of Hip Hop to listen to our latest playlist. You can find all these links in the description down below. And remember to watch the live video review of Mr. Mounds on our YouTube channel for the Years of Hip Hop for a different opinion and perspective, perspective on the same review that I did. This is the G-Man, the G-Money coming up again with episode 52. This is Mr. Ron's pick and it's a track by Mr. MF Doom. We have to rest in peace Mr. Doom that he passed away recently, not long ago. And this track is under his pseudonym Doom featuring Jay Dilla. It's called Gazillion Hair. Um, from the album, his last album under MF Doom, that was called Born Like This from 2009. As far as originality, the combination of MF Doom and Jay Diller, and they both perform and blend it so well. No, that's just the duel, the, and both of them are not there anymore, you know? Oh, it's really. Uh, a, a, a nice concept, you know, just these two together. Because usually MF Doom, he makes uh, duos with people for a more, on another level of uh, production skills, you know. And Jay Diller has a more southern, not not southern, but smoother sound that I wouldn't take would match with MF Doom. But on this one, it came out right. You know, the song also, another topic for originality is the word gazillion. It's also another point because whoever uses such a complicated word in a song, a word describing a very large number of quantity, mostly using the etymology of gas. The song is basically four minutes of doom displaying his lyrical superhuman abilities, with a plethora of topics ranging from the LHC, the world's largest machine, to the ambiguous T.S. Eliot references. As far as for the video, the video in itself, it's simple, an animated drawing of MF Doom rapping with the word Doom 
His video is always out of the ordinary and tends to be more on the animation, you know? Something that I really love, it's different. You know, as a fun fact, uh, MF Doom has six solo albums. The first and fifth albums were under the pseudonym MF Doom. The sophomore, the second album, was as King Ghidorah. And the third and fourth were as Victor Vaughn. And his final solo album was simply as Doom. For all this reason, for originality, you know, I had to go with a perfect score, not a five, man. Round's gonna be flipping. This last few episodes, I gave out a lot of fives, you know? <laughs> it depends on the track. For delivery, lyrics, and flow. First point, Doom is known for his wordplay, and this song's lyrics are out of this world. His rhyme patterns are unique. He's in a league of his own. I wasn't a fan of the MF Doom personal at first. His first project I wasn't fond of and didn't understand back then. Mostly because he produced his own stuff and was very underground. I was more familiar with him as Zed Love X when he was in KMD. Then I started paying more attention when he started featuring with known producers on his joints and collaborative albums with other people. I then discovered an incredible MC. His incredible flow is loose and conversational, but delivered with such technical precision. His raspy, baritone voice and British accent makes him an untouchable MC. Like Guru once said, it's mostly the voice that gets you up. It's mostly the voice that makes you buck. A lot of rappers got flavor and some got skills, but if your voice ain't dope, then you need to chill. Hip-hop quotables for him. Um, I came out with on the verse one with yes y'all the double get your trickles the best ballers pitching and rub together nickels but tut tut you about to change your price again it go up each time blow up like hydrogen villain here have him shrilling in fear and won't stop till tilling till you a gazillionaire grilling steer yeah boy you had drama got her got them on a mental plane avoided by karma that's so ill you know but I didn't have the right flow, but go listen to it. On verse 2, he goes by half cock and half bake. Used to keep a full stock of work, half rock and half shake. My mistake, sign a track agreement for more G's than lines and cracks in the semen. In any event, it's fake like wrestling. Get him like Jake the Snake on Mescaline's. Remember Jake the Snake? Roberts from wrestling, you know? That's a good reference. And I had another one, you know, in verse 3. Black licorice and equally as yucky. How he handled the money was strictly then stucky. Monkey hustle, men on fire, later for the date than the Hadron Collider. And cost more, it'd be seeming like a style. Doom leave the competition stealing, steaming like a pal. Oh, this guy, is, he has a, such a way to do the wordplay, man, and flipped it. Another fun fact, he had six collaborative albums as MF Doom. In 2004, with Madlib as the duo Mad Villain. In 2004, he collaborated with MF Green. In 2005, with Danger Mouse, and the duo was called Danger Doom. 2002, with Gennaro Jarrell as the duo JJ Doom. 2014 with Bishop Nehru as the duo Neruvian Doom. And the final collab was with the supergroup Caesar Face in 2018. Did you know that the Spectre deck is in Caesar Face? Doom and deck, these guys use so much complicated words and wordplay. Oh, it's magical. Courtesy of Genius.com for the lyrics. 
Yo, I had to go with a perfect score for that. No, I could have given it a six out of five for that. No, this guy's so ill, mad poet. So production and beat. First point about what makes this good or bad. The beat is itself, it's a monster, but not a beat for anyone to lace. You need to be skilled a skill MC to spit on this kind of beat. A posthumous beat by Jay Diller, rest in peace. Notes, Jay Diller, another producer that I didn't feel at first when he was with the group, with his old group, you know. Uh, the sound was too soft and mellow for me back then. Over the years, when he left the group and produced for others, I started to enjoy his beats more and more. On this one, he nailed it. The beat suits Doom so well and perfectly, and it's an heavenly match. On this one, it's like two beats in one. The first and third verses, the instrumentals are so ill and sound so villainous. And the second verse is like a remix on a different scale and vibe, an orchestral piece of art by Mr. Diller. The song contains two samples, one of Jay Diller, uh, both of them are from his repertoire. You have Phantoms of the Synths, and you have the other track called Dig It, and they were both released in 2005. He really sampled his own self, you know, he didn't, it wasn't too complicated. A fun fact, uh, Daniel DeMal, that's the MF Doom's real name, started to rap in the early 90s in a group known as KMD, along with Onyx the Birdstone Kid and his brother DJ Sabrock. He was then known as Zed Lavex and collaborated with Third Bass and Brand Nubian. One of his first featuring was on the song Gas Face by Third Bass. Everybody remembers that. This is a track that will make my list, one of my picks, get the gas face, you know? Prime Minister Pete Nice and MC Search, you know? And back to KMD. The group disbanded after the accidental passing of Sub Rock in 93. And Demal then went on a four years hiatus before returning as MF Doom in 97. And that's where history was made. He came out as another MC, you know. And courtesy of who sample for the samples. And for that reason, for production and beat, uh, that was a perfect beat, man. You know, I wasn't sure if I had to give it a five, but at the end, after listening to it for a few times, it's five, you know. Perfect beat, man. Dilla, you killed it. Relevance and longevity. Did it stand the test of time? If so, how? Time will tell because it wasn't a song that charted. Doom's songs never charted to my knowledge. His music mostly circulated on the underground hip-hop circuit. Not much to say about relevance and longevity because of that. Time will tell because it was strictly on the ground and you have to be a real head and follow Doom to know about that song, you know? Um, the song had three remixes, you know, one by Tom York, the lead vocalist of Radiohead, the group, another one by Dr. Woodat, and a third one by Gennaro Jowell and Dave Sittek. And the song was also sampled four times, but on the underground circuits. Groups like the song like Treasure Maps by Jar Jar Jr. in 2016, Let It Snow by Cooking Soul in 2018, the songs Tower of Years by Dig Dug in 2010, and Rum Hun Gel by Retro Gold and Hulk Hoden in 2009. This is German hip hop. I don't know if I pronounced it right. 
Another fun fact is, like I mentioned before, the song had three different remix versions and were no ordinary remixes. Because it, he, he just didn't, they just didn't put a new beat. He literally spit according to the new beat. So it's basically like a new song every time. And for these reasons, you know, Relevance of Jimmy, I didn't have much to say. I came out with only a 1.5, sadly, out of 5. Can't wait to see you check out Ron's YouTube channel to see what he what his score is about. As far as impact, our last point. If it impact hip-hop culture, how so? The song's impact on hip-hop is simply oppressive for such a recent song among underground hip-hop fans only. One of his last solo joints before his sudden passing. Upon his death, the great magazine Variety called Doom one of the most celebrated, unpredictable, and enigmatic figures of independent hip-hop. Radio's head lead vocalist Tom York, who collaborated with Doom on two occasions, wrote, He was a massive inspiration to many of us and changed things. The way he put words was often shocking in his genius, using stream of consciousness in a way we've never heard before. A user on YouTube named OG Black 100 had a comment that made me reflect a lot of why MF Duke's music was slept on or underrated, a mistake that I actually, I actually took part of. Listening to Doom is like listening to a mad relevant poet. If you give a half-hearted listen, you will hear nothing and not understand anything. It takes several listens to chew and marinate on the message, you know? That's the reason why MF Duke's music is timeless and immortal. I discovered this song because of Mr. Ron while reviewing it. I actually listened to it back to back at least 50 times. The track kept getting better and better each after each listening, you know? His music will get a resurgence after his passing and will have a much more impact over the years, I think. A masterpiece by two immortal gods gone too soon. MF Doom and Jay Diller. Rest in peace, y'all, you know? Another fun fact, the Dumal created the MF Doom character as an alter ego with a backstory he could reference in his music. The character combines elements from the Marvel Comics supervillain Doctor Doom, the Phantom of the Opera, and my, one of my favorite villains, Destro from G.I. Joe. He was uh, the right-hand man of Cobra Commander, you know? And Tamal always referred to himself in the third person like uh, the Phantom of the Opera, you know. Its, its signature mass is similar to that of Dr. Doom, but a few years later he alternated it and it looked like the mask of, uh, from Russell Crowe's movie, The Gladiator, you know. So for all these reasons, I came out for the impact with only a 2.5. I couldn't find much more, you know. Let's wait to see what Ron has in mind. And as a total score, I came out with a 19 out of 25, and it came up to a 76%. So, this is it, Gazillion here, a superb dope track. The only thing that killed it was the relevance and impact, you know, but this is an amazing track by MF Doom, Jay Diller. Rest in peace, both of y'all, immortals, your mortals, musical geniuses. So, people... Go listen to the track, give us our impact, feedback, and everything, you know? So, this is the G-Man signing out. Peace and my howdy 5,001.